0: From Be Still Be Free, it's the Bcast with Amber Miller, Sarah Godey, and Monica Steele. For more resources and information related to today's episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. Welcome to the B-Cast. My name is Amber Miller and I'm here with Monica Steely and Sarah Gordon. <laughs> there it <laughs> there is. <it> is. <laughs> We've missed it for the whole series. She's been waiting. She's been biding her time. <laughs> In my tongue. <laughs> Um, so, we are finishing up today our series, Be Transformed and Fly. This has been such an incredible series for mm-hmm. all of us. I don't know that there's been an episode where we haven't, one of us, like, gotten choked up at some point. I, I think it's so... my turn. <laughs> I know, it's out. Cry, Sarah's darn it. Think. Cry. It's your turn, Sarah. Cry. I'll punch a cold hearted woman. I cry. cry. I know. I know it's it's an awesome series, and if you haven't listened to the previous three weeks, make sure you go back and check them out because yeah. again, this is one of those tiered series where you really need yeah, to um, yeah. you know listen to the beginning ones before you 'll understand where we 're at today and um all of this content is based off of monica 's research that she 's done for her book mm-hmm. Metamorphosis my TBA, <laughs> tba tba book listen the it book, is gonna happen it was, will happen there has been the birthing of the yes. book there has been the okay birthing. And, and we have
1: crawled, him. I crawled through it and all the, the, the publisher rejections that's right <laughs> one day it will fly it will, it will fly, fly. Yeah. so we did that yes it was beautiful <laughs> the,
0: first, the first week we talked about birthing which mm-hmm. is when god it gives you a word of something and, mm-hmm. you know, a vision of something in the future. And the second week we talked about crawling, which mm-hmm. is when you don't know if that, you know, if you've lost the vision and you're you going. it's like it died. It yeah. died and you're going through the hard transformation of shedding your skin. And um, mm-hmm. then we talked about cocooning, which can look like a, a lot of different things. It can yeah. look like another phase of crawling. It can look like a really, really comfortable, nice, big, warm blanket that you never mm-hmm. want to get out of. And today we're finishing up the series with the last phase of metamorphosis, and that is flying, Mm -hmm. which is the ah, breath of fresh air that we've all been waiting for. So, well, we, 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 yeah. So why don't you, (laughs) yeah? Why don't you just go ahead and let us know what flying looks like? Well,
2: I think you know when we think about flying, we think of like this full of joy, exhilarating, like just soaring through the air kind of time. And we see other people that are flying and we watch them so closely. And we talked about this before, how like we get really jealous of them and we think that, you know, they've always flown and they've only ever known flying and we forget or don't even realize that they've gone through their own process of transformation and that they did not always fly Mm -hmm. and that every aspect of their lives is not flying only. Yeah. Um, we don't think about the process that brought them to freedom. Um, and so there's a difference that is between us and the ones that are flying right now. And that is what we touched on a little bit, that they chose to emerge from the cocoon. Mm. Like in these last two stages, cocooning and flying, um, they've made decisions to choose to emerge and when it's safe and cozy and secure and warm, It's a choice to leave that and to do something different and to accept and implement change that you would otherwise be resistant to. Right. Um, When we emerge and fly, it requires everything new and different from us. It requires standing on legs that we never had and where we've never stood. It requires stretching limbs that we've never even known or have not known existed. And it requires putting into use all the new things born out of the process of metamorphosis. Um, and a lot of times, the the hard part about flying is not the flying itself, but the um, it's so different from what we've known. We avoid it completely, yeah, because everything is so new and it's so different and doesn't look the way that I thought it was going to look. Right, it's really high up up and there, and it feels <laughs> different than What the if way I, fall I thought it would feel. And yeah, yeah, and like I don't think that the caterpillar doesn't go into a cocoon, going, I'm about to get claws and a long tongue and, <laughs> and wings, and... you know? And so like it emerges from this cocoon and just kind of, well, first of all, the butterfly really just stands there and like pumps its wings and lets the blood flow and lets them dry out. Like there is a pause mm. between the cocooning and the flying, Yeah, but it's like figuring out this whole, like I'm new and I'm different. And what does that feel like? And what does that look like? Sure. Um, so we avoid it completely a lot of times and we never fly just because we're afraid of what we have now, right. We're afraid of what's been born. Um, one of the, this is a mini sticky statement is that flying brings freedom, (laughs) but the freedom isn't really in the flying. The freedom is taking the first leap Mm. because God is not going to make us fly. We have to make the choice to like take that step and to launch.
1: Yeah. Um, when we've come out of the cocoon, man, there's so much truth to that. It's yeah. really hard because it puts it back into some personal responsibility. <laughs> and I think we live in a culture that wants no responsibility. Right. We want to be able to shift blame or blame shift. Hmm. How's that go? Blame shift, shift blame, shift blame. onto whoever yeah. is around and blame it on someone else. Blame it on God, blame it on this, blame it on our circumstances, mm-hmm. blame it on, you know, whatever. I have someone in my life that is so busy blaming everything else in her life for everything that is bad that she can't even see anything that's good and she has right. taken complete like self responsibility and accountability out of it right mm-hmm. completely right and she's miserable because she never flies Right yeah. she never
2: flies right, like with this whole even this whole metamorphosis message, you know, I had this book proposal and sample chapters, and I went to publishers, and I had a publisher interested, and in it went to yeah. the oh. pub board twice, yeah. mm-hmm. and it ended up being a no um, and so I kind of just decided at one point i 'm going to make this a blog series instead, like I just I feel like I need to start writing this somehow, yeah. yeah, and so I made it a blog series, but because of the blog series is when Sarah came to me and said, "Hey. I want to recommend you as a speaker for our big women 's event right, mm-hmm. and like you all know i 've talked about this like i oh, don 't yeah. <laughs> ever want to speak ever,
1: but we knew we knew oh this yeah, time. that, was, that but, was happening. and so
2: I like I had went through that cocooning, and it was literally God telling me, are you ready with skills you don 't think that you have right, Moses with wings that you 've never used before, are you ready to get up and take a leap and try something? absolutely, totally outside of your realm. That was a flying moment for me. Not because I did great because I was nervous and scared Mm -hmm. and it was, I don't feel like I did great. I'm not saying that just to be self beating up. I don't feel like I did, but I feel that like the important thing that God was doing in me
1: was trust me. And take the lead. That's right. That was the growth. That was the important part. We talked about this last night because we were talking about Monica speaking, and we were talking about that night. And I said the crazy thing is, is the message was so great. The content of your conversation was so rich that even though you were nervous, people were completely engaged. They wanted more. There was talk about, you know, her doing it in a Bible study kind of series. People wanted it recorded. Um, They are asking her to come back again and speak this year. Like, I mean, and so it goes to show you that even if you feel so insufficient Mm -hmm. in your skill, God will do the rest. And that's the God, that's the perplexing God thing. That's when the, you're so perplexed, you can't help but know that God gets all the praise. It's God's thing because it really isn't about us. Right. And it's, and it's goes back to the faith,
2: how Mm -hmm. we talked about the bleeding woman had the faith, Mm -hmm. you know, Paul had to have faith that Jesus had equipped him with all he needed to carry on the movement after Jesus ascended to heaven. And Moses had to have faith that when he opened his mouth to rebuke Pharaoh, even though he was scared to death, you know, he'd been hiding from the Egyptians and from the other pharaohs previously out in the wilderness. Um, but he, God called him to go back and he was scared to death. He had to trust. Um, The flying, like taking that leap, it's frightening but fun. It's uncomfortable but exhilarating. We just have not been that way before. But when we allow God to bring us through a transformation and are free to fly, we will turn the world upside down like Paul did Mm. when he flew. We will fly in the forgiveness and freedom and reconciliation like Joseph did. Mm. Like Esther, we fly in salvation and acceptance to an entire nation. Like John, you know, he got a complete revelation of Jesus Christ when he had his flying time. Yeah. So. Um, you know, there's these great things in the Bible about like what the birds do and all these beautiful things about birds. And like when we are flying, even as a butterfly, like the birds, we're free to soar above the broad expanse of sky, find our footing after a storm, bring nourishment to those that are in a valley, be known by God, be kept safe by God, soar like eagles, nest in beautiful cedars, not worry about food or drink. When we fly, and this is another mini sticky statement, (laughs) we fly in freedom and purpose and we serve others as we fly. And I think that's an important distinction between like the cocooning time that can feel like flying. Are you serving anybody? Because if you're not, that's not a flying time. That's right. God has not brought the fulfillment of the word. And if you're not serving with it then that's not a flying time. Like, Jesus served the world. Esther served the Hebrews. Paul served the Jews and Gentiles. Joseph served his family and the entire Egyptian nation. Moses served the Israelites. David served his people. Abraham served future generations. I mean, it just is a, if you think you're flying, you need to check to see who you're serving. Well, you know, we talk about this a
1: lot, about how when it's, when, when it's, because you're being and, and you're changed from the inside out and it's God in and of you, you can't help but for that to flow out on the people around you. And I know that we have talked a lot about Christine Kane in this series, but in her book on Undaunted, she mm-hmm. talks about how... Um, The love of Jesus is inside of you. It can't help but spill out onto the people around you. So if you're not touching the lives of others, not through the things that you do, but just because of the person that you are, then you have to check that. It's the overflow. Like we keep saying,
2: you know, let your doing come out of the overflow of your being. Mm -hmm. So your flying is the overflow of... The whole process—it's the overflow of what God Mm -hmm. has done, and it—you just can't
1: help but serve, you can't help but bless others, and that's—you know—that's why the love others is the second greatest commandment because He knows it's twofold: one, you are being Jesus to Mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. and being a testimony and a light, but two, it pours back into you yeah. it's mm-hmm. what gives you the the wind beneath your wings to keep going no pun intended No pun intended. <laughs> how about that that was yeah. pretty quick wasn't it <laughs> was was
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely
2: well i this is the, the main sticky statement that i have for this week is that we fly assuredly and confidently knowing that the one who painted our wings has also painted the skies <sighs> that we fly in mm. oh God, that's and so that's good. just a way to like I don't know, like let go of the fear of what is this going to look like and am I going to fail and am I going to fall and you know if God if God has gone through the trouble of bringing you through a birthing and a crawling and a cocooning and equipping you with beautiful wings that are hand painted by him he's not going to set you up to fail and we talked about that last week too and it, your result in your eyes may look very different, That's right. but God can fill those gaps and will still use it as a way to serve. Others. I was going to say
1: failure. It's got to be not in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. right? Failure is that there is no peace. There is no hope. There is no God. You can fly and mess up and end up falling from the sky, but that doesn't mean there's not a God of love to catch you. Right. And a God of love to help you see again in a little bit of a, Birthing a new idea in you, what you need to change, or what the new message is, and allowing you to go through a crawling, and a a cocooning phase again. And I think that's where we are so special because we don't have one life that that is only going to fly for a small amount of time. We can we can fall, and God's grace is so big, and His love is so vast that He's going to say, "Well, hey, I'm not giving up on you. So let's let's try to learn this. Maybe you just need to learn it a different way, or maybe you didn't." get enough time, in the cocoon, whatever that is, he doesn't just turn away and walk away from us and say, you're not beautiful enough. Right. You can't do this right. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going right. to have anything to do with you.
2: Right. Like I had to really trust that when I spoke, um, at the women's event, yeah. like my the literally the first time I spoke in front of anybody ever. And I felt like I just did Poorly right. and horribly. I was also so glad it was over. Right. <laughs> but I just really had to trust, okay, God, I know I would have never, ever done it had I not firmly believed that you were asking mm-hmm. me to take that leap. Mm-hmm. So I took that leap. And now I just have to trust that you've thrown the net to not just catch me, but to catch anything that I said before right. it fell into the ears of anybody else. Right. And what he's done, like with this whole message. You know, like I thought it was going to be a book and now I've spoke on it twice and we're podcasting about it. And God's like, the message is what's important, not the method. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a big key when it comes to flying too. Mm -hmm. like, it's the message, not the method. Like, Mm -hmm. are you flying in an airplane? Are you flying with
1: your wings? Are you flying, you know, Mm -hmm. just right. It's the message. It's the message. And Mm -hmm. I think we get caught up on the, um, the things that don't really matter. We get caught up on the method. We get caught up on how big we are. We get caught up on how pretty pretty we are. We get caught up on how big the audience is. You know, and I I just love the serve the audience that God has given you. It, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't question. Um, on Facebook recently there was a, a post that I reposted and it might have been Joel Olstein. I'm I'm not quite I can't remember quite who it was, but it was the winding road. Right. And the basic message was, you know, you can only see what's right in front of you. And then the winding road went around the corner and you couldn't see what was on the other side of the curve because of the mountain. But God knows what's on the Mm. other side. And so it may not make sense of how he fits, how we see it being fit together. Yeah. But it doesn't have to make sense. And there may be times, too, that you um, never see the fly. Like I, um, was speaking again in Sunday school, we were talking about, um, John on the island of Patmos and how that was where he was exiled to. And that is, I believe where he died, Mm -hmm. but he wrote revelation. That was his flying. That was his flying. His flying
2: was seeing Jesus in that vision and writing the entire revelation. And
1: imagine, I mean, I can imagine the exhaustion of that type of revelation being given to you to put on paper To leave for people, and you never really get to see the impact that it has. Later he will, though, right? Mm -hmm. And I I think there's a message in that, that sometimes we may not see the flying until Christ comes back. We may not see the impact that we've had. We may not see how great what God called us to really was, because we can only see it from an earthly perspective. He sees it from a heavenly perspective. Mm -hmm. And when we are given the eyes with a heavenly perspective to see we're going to know. And that's what we have to just trust in. Yeah. I have to trust in that. Yeah. It's scary though. I mean, it really is a, like the
2: flying, you know, we just think and imagine it's just going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to like, you know, mm-hmm. woohoo! you know, I'm just doing my thing, flying along, but it is, it's exhilarating, but it's a little bit scary because it's just, you've never been this way before. Right. Never yeah. been this
0: way before.
1: And you know that within every new world you fly is a whole nother, metamorphosis just waiting to happen. Yeah,
0: that's true. And I
1: think that can be what's scary sometimes. That's That's why I think people become complacent and they'd rather stay right where they are because Mm -hmm. change scares them and they don't, they may know God, but they don't have the true, true, um, truth of who he yeah. is, that he's not going to turn his back on them, that he's not going to make the transformation so great that they can't withstand it. He equips those whom he calls. He will equip you with what you need to make it through the transformation. He will equip you with what he needs you to have to fly in that next world. And you just have to let go and let God and embrace it. Like we talked about with cocooning and have faith and in obedience. Yeah. Just go where he wants you to go because it is so much more beautiful on the other side. Satan has ensnared our culture to stop at crawling. And if you get to cocooning, he's going to either try to make you so full of fear or so full of doubt, either in God or in yourself, that you never break the cocoon open Mm -hmm. and you stay right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny too. You can think through like churches and ministries and, um, you know, even relationships, how, A lot of times, you know, they will kind of like have this momentum and then just kind of come to a halt because Mm -hmm. afraid of trying something new or being a little bit different or going a little bit outside the box. And, you know, like, why not take the risk? Right. Why not take the risk and just try something
1: different? And Hey, you know, try the risk because Jesus is not going to fail you. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. not, he is not in the business of failure. Right. Right at all and I think that that's what we're so passionate about here at Be Still Be Free I love that we're doing this metamorphosis because you know what we're trying to tell people and inspire them with is the truth of the word of god about how we are supposed to be clothed in the image of god and how we're supposed to go and live that out but life happens and life is the metamorphosis and all of us can relate to birthing and crawling and cocooning and flying and when we do the metamorphosis in the flesh and not full of the spirit and not full of god then we are going to fall yeah. and it hurts and it's painful and that's what satan wants for us he doesn't want freedom in flying mm-hmm. he wants fear of flying right you know and and we have to recognize that if we're full of fear and doubt that is not of christ that mm-hmm. is not of god that is that is straight from the pit of hell And we have to recognize that be aware well when was the time for you guys when you um had an opportunity to leap
2: and to start to fly but it was scary but exciting and
0: can you think of anything <laughs> um. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, um, Okay, I think that this, uh, the ministry that Monica and I have worked on this year was a flying time for me Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, performing arts is my passion and Mm -hmm. ministry is my passion and I've spent... you know, a few years doing administrative work and um, other things that I I don't, it's not that I mind doing those things, but, you know, as an ambitious person, I have had these other things that I really wanted to do. And so being given the opportunity to actually just do it Mm -hmm. was amazing. And it was, I think that was definitely a try, like a flying time for me, but there was a lot of fear in it when we first started because, you know, I have all these big ideas of what it should be but that isn't necessarily what God says it's going to be and then you know having so much um, you know when you have something like you understand this with your book like it's your baby and there's so much you know that you that you love that you've poured into it you just want to see it succeed and so the fear of it failing is right it's really hard to um, sometimes overcome you know, and I think I don't know if you've experienced this, but I have. Like,
2: am I equipped? Am I? Um, oh yeah. Am I credentialed enough to be able yeah. to pull this off? Mm-hmm.
0: You well, know? you like know, I, I any... had to start at a college campus where I didn't go there. I didn't know. I didn't. I don't live in that community. I don't uh-huh. know a single soul there. And so, as far as being equipped, I literally spent the first few weeks walking around campus, being like. Hey guys, want to dance with me? Like, <laughs> like this creepy, like weird 26 year old walking around, you know, with ab- no building, no <laughs> name. I don't know. I'm like just this person. So like, yeah. there's a lot of just like putting yourself out there. There's a lot of putting yourself out there that's required with flying. Yeah. It's, and vulnerable. it's very, it is vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable time. I feel mm-hmm. like. It's wonderful very, but very vulnerable. vulnerable, yeah. And you know. I think
1: that's what people are afraid of. Yeah. Or they're afraid that if they fly, that's when God's going to say, "Once you go to Africa, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like they're going to. He's going to ask something so great of you that you don't. You you're like, no. But that's when you have to put the truth back in that He will equip. Mm-hmm. He will give it life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give it life. He'll give it life. And yeah. if he gives it life, he's going to give you life. And he's going to yeah. give you all the tools to do it. Exactly. I mean, I feel that way. Monica and I were talking about this last night. And I'll just be honest. Like, I feel that way with be still be free. Mm-hmm. Because all of this is so God. Like, it's nothing mm-hmm. of which I ever right. thought it was going to be. And that Monica and I originally thought it could be. And then you and Monica were together. And you never thought this is what no. you would be doing. And and here we are. and. Um, you know, over 11,000 listens in almost seven months. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know, wow. Yeah. And really, are there that many people who want to listen to this? Because I had the doubts of who am I? I have no credentials. I need to go to seminary. Exactly. I need to yeah. go back to school. Right. Why will people listen to me? You know, you know I have maybe... a communications degree. Yeah. Like, what good is <laughs> that? Musical theater
2: major. Yeah, I'm a nurse. <laughs> what
1: is that? I'm a nurse for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, let's you talk know. theology okay. doctrine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thank we God for a blue
1: letter <laughs> Bible. Thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I mean that literally, thank God, not loosely. Yeah. Um, and, and everything about this has been scary and how to balance it with family and um Mm -hmm. but you know I always wanted ministry this Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily what I had ever cooked up sure but it's because I didn't cook it up
0: yeah but that's why it's so awesome and life-changing and amazing it is but it's a little scary
1: yeah and I feel like you know we were talking about how every flying brings about a new journey of metamorphosis. And so I feel like we're flying and things are great. And now we're going to take on this Bible study, which is a new word. We're doing a new, new, new series and... and it's new, um, time and commitment. It's more inconvenience. Yeah. Um, as Mark Batterson would say, we pray for big things, but we don't want to be inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I have one wing out, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've said, okay, I'll cut, I'll cut the wall and I've got one wing out, but it is a little scary to me because yeah. People are not on platforms across America because it's easy for them. Yeah. Right. It, it is tough, and Satan will try to take you into places you've never so been true. before. So, um, but I just have to tell myself the same thing. I can't react in fear, and I can't allow fear to paralyze me. And I need to let God, I don't have to jump out of the cocoon and then go create what it's supposed to look like. He's already created it. I just have to be willing to jump out of the cocoon.
0: Exactly. And, you know, on that note, Monica, what are some practical applications that you would give to people who are just getting into this flying phase? What would you say to that? I would say first to pray for
2: courage Mm -hmm. um, because flying requires everything new that was just born out of this process. And so we have to have the courage to... Put it into practice and to use it. Um, and it's scary and it's you're going to, you know, be tempted to resist. Um, but just pray for wisdom to leap at the right time into the right thing and for the courage to mm, do it. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: and then to be open because you can't fly forever. And God's word is always fresh and always new. And soon he's going to have a new dream or vision or calling for you. And when he does, don't hold on to it so tightly that you're afraid to go through this process over again because yeah. it's just suppo- it's supposed to happen. Right. It's, it's natural. supposed to happen. Handedly. So just Natural. be open to whatever the next cycle of transformation yeah. is going to be in Absolutely. your life. Absolutely,
1: I would so. really encourage listeners, you know, if you feel like you are in a crawling phase, maybe you need to go back and listen to enduring or committed or yeah. courageous or, abiding. or patience. That's mm-hmm. right. And abiding, I would say, if you're in cocooning, you know, yes. maybe you need to go listen yeah. to abiding. Maybe you need to go and find those words that we've talked about that maybe you're, you're needing to work on those character traits. You need to work on those fruits of the spirit and, um, and, and fill yourself up with truth about that phase that you're in. Don't go fill yourself up about truth about the phases that you're not in. Equip yourself where you are, eat the leaf where you are, feed yourself where you are, and water the grass where you are. Mm-hmm. Cause that's really what God wants to know. Are you willing, was John willing to sit on an Island of ex, in exile and write one of the most crazy books of the Bible? Right. Yeah. And he did.
0: Yeah,
1: he did. And we just need to be willing, even if we're on that Island of exile, mm-hmm. we need to be willing to be there and do what God is calling us to do.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you ladies so much for your wisdom and this Mm, has been a... Monica's wisdom, man. We're clapping it out for you, Monica. This has been so awesome. We encourage you uh, listeners to check out the blog. There's going to be even more content. Trust me, we didn't even tap the surface. <laughs> oh, of this um, no. incredible yeah. series. We could have so, gone six months. We really could have. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we spread. I love how we like the new format was to spread it all out so we'd and have more time. Like, don't and don't don't now we're like, time. we don't have time. <laughs> no. So uh, check out the blog because there is going to be more content on there. We'll have um, you know tweets for you, and there's other fun things on the yeah. blog. So make sure you check that out. And um, I will pray us out for okay. this week. So. Lord, thank you so much for um, this time that we have together. Thank you for uh, metamorphosis and the transformation that you offer us as believers. Thank you for um, always giving life to the visions that you give us and holding our hand while we fly in the very end. And Lord, um, I pray for... Everyone who's listening in whatever phase that they're in right now, help them to acknowledge what phase that they are in so that they can grow closer to you um, as they're walking out this faith. We love you so much, Lord. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the B-Cast. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Be Still, Be Free. And of course, check out our website, www.bestillbefree.com.